win or lose, are we feeling the love this morning? Well, now that we've had time to sleep on it, let's talk about it. It's time for Monday Morning Quarterback on WTMJ Now. From the frozen tundra, I crawled my way back last night. One fifteen arrival in the beautiful city of Oak Creek. Mike Spaulding sitting in for Brandon Snyder. Hi, Mike. Your car was crawling. The traffic was crawling, right? It wasn't. I know it was a great game, but it wasn't you crawling. There's so many things we can say, and we'll say a lot of those things, but over the next half hour. But it was. It reminded me of probably like the Favre era home games, regular season games at Lambeau. Crowd was incredibly loud last night. I don't know how it sounded on TV. I'll listen to the game or watch the game later when I get home. At least the sped up version of the game, the broadcast on NBC. But how did it sound on, on the TV? Extremely loud. It was crazy loud. It sounded like a college football game. You know how like the crowd is like up in a lather? That was last night at Lambeau Field, which normally at Lambeau, it, do- it looks beautiful, but it does not come through on the TV. And it was extremely Loud. I was talking to Gabe Neitzel from ESPN 94.5 about that. He said it sounded loud. And I, I said it had to be a combination of a couple things. Night game, national game, big NBC, Taylor Swift in the crowd, and Simone Biles and all that stuff. But there's a lot of Chiefs fans there as well. So there was never really a lull in the in the noise. You know how the home folks tell you to be quiet when we're on offense? But the Chiefs fans weren't quiet. And we had all that excitement. Folks were just into the game. And we watched... Even if you're not a fan of the Chiefs or the Packers, that was a great regular season NFL football game. It had everything you could possibly want, including weather. Uh, it had a Packers team that was sort of, I, I don't know if we're going to say announcing itself back into the national conversation. I'm but, saying that. But, but certainly a team that a month ago, trying to score 18 points against the Pittsburgh Steelers, they like shed that cocoon. So you had that, you had the weather, you had the pomp and circumstance of Sunday night, as you mentioned, uh, Taylor Swift in the house, and also a just utter domination of the defending Super Bowl champions. It, it was a remarkable game, and, and now that we've watched both the Detroit Lions game and now this game back-to-back, Lions are 9-3 and three in first place at NFC North. I think they have a three-game lead or something like that. Chiefs are the Super Bowl champs. They're, they have a two- or three-game lead in their division. These are really good football teams that they've played. Now, they lost to Detroit the first game, but they went back to Detroit and won that game in in spectacular fashion on Thanksgiving. I don't know why we would think otherwise, and I was listening to a lot of the postgame all over the place, and a couple things, Jordan Love getting a lot lot of respect, and he deserves it. I mean, he's had four, three touchdown, no interception games in the course of this season. That's almost unheard of. And, and I know a lot of people say, well, he's been around for a little bit. He's a rookie quarterback, essentially. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. He's showing up and starting for a team that is the youngest team in the NFL. And he's performing at the highest level. When I'm sitting in my seats, I see the whole field. There were some lasers. to some. They didn't catch some of them. But some of the passes caught, especially the Watson touchdown in the back of the end zone, that's Rodgers-esque. I am not saying that he is, you know, a, a Patrick Mahomes type, but but watching him throw the football, it's a nicer looking ball than it does coming out of Mahomes. Like it is the tightest spiral I can recall seeing. It's fantastic. You know what, Steve? The other the other thing that I think lended to the excitement last night was the fact that you have guys like Corey Ballantyne making plays on guys like Travis Kelsey. So on top of the domination of the defending Super Bowl champions. You also had unheralded, you know, players, whether they're undrafted or they've been journeymen, and people love a good underdog story, and last night was was perfect. 
I just think it was a story that the NFL can really tell. You have the the now the legendary quarterback Patrick Mahomes, two time Super Bowl champion, still in the in the peak of his game. Right? What is he? Late twenties, early thirties mm-hmm. at the most. And Jordan Love, who has sat on the bench, a la Aaron Rodgers, and learned from it, and now is taking all the things he learned, and you know, fits and starts throughout the season, and is now demonstrating on a the highest level, one of the biggest Thanksgiving Day TV crowds for early football. I think it might have been the biggest ever at the early game on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. ever, yep, or since TV was a thing. And then last night, I'll, I'll be curious to see what the ratings were because they would not have dropped off at the end of this game. I stayed in my seat until the final second went off the clock. Now, typically, I kind of wander out to get closer to the exits. Not, not last night. It was, it was incredible. The game was so good that I feel like the the lack of officiating uh, competency there at the end did not overshadow. I mean, you saw it immediately last night on on the social media that the, the people everyone hated the refs, but I think it was so bad in both directions that it didn't take away from what actually happened. And you know, it's a great game if that's what the deal is. It was like 59 minutes of decent officiating, and then the last minute was a little... They just gave up. They, <laughs> they just stopped ah, wait, paying whatever. attention. One bad call for you, one bad call for you. <laughs> They're handing out Oprah bad calls. But it's like, that to me wasn't the focus. This was a team, the Green Bay Packers, who said, you know what? On the biggest stage, we're going to we're gonna go down the field twice in the first quarter, and we're going we're gonna to rock it on offense. And then, you know what? The defense said, you know what? Maybe we'll do that too. Yeah. And, they, and they shut them down. Was it fourteen to six? Yeah, yeah. It they it, it was utter domination. The score, I think, actually was closer than what the game actually looked like. You just didn't feel like the Chiefs had any momentum, even when they got the ball back down five, and you thought, okay, this is where Mahomes shines. You, you didn't, at least I didn't feel like that momentum was on their side. And so Nixon picking that ball off was just I I don't know. I almost expected it. Which two months ago, if you would have told me that. I was thinking of the Packers in that way. I would have told you you're crazy. So I, my show poll today is based on what happened last night and, and really more importantly what's going to happen in the next five games. So simple question, and uh, you can answer on Twitter right now at uh, 620 WTMJ or at WTMJ Steve. How many games do you think this Packers team can win this year? They have six currently. They have five games left. Three choices, seven or eight, nine or ten, which right now is 70% of the votes. Yeah. And I just, for fun, I... Spinal tapped and did. Let's turn it up to eleven, <laughs> which would mean a clean run to the end of the season. I think nine and ten is comfortable. They have some really winnable games coming up in the next five. I did not realize what their schedule looked like the rest of the season. I have their schedule. It's pitiful, which is awesome for the Green Bay Packers. But considering if you can escape Monday night against the Giants, which I don't want to say trap game, but Buccaneers, Panthers, terrible. Vikings, eh, maybe, and Bears, also terrible. So. Realistically, if you if you told me they'd get to eleven wins, I go okay, that's doable. But the fact they're on a three game winning streak right now, that'd be a nine game winning streak. I don't know if we're there yet. Do you buy what Tausch says that nobody wants to play this team right now? I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't know if I'm there with nobody, but it's certainly not going to be the cakewalk that maybe no. you would have thought of when it was you know uh, October thirtieth. Here's, here's the way I would caution fans to look at this. And again, I, I'm the guy that revised, I just I said this to Vincent Eric, I revised my total win total from eight to six, like six weeks ago. Dumb me, you know, I missed the idea that, or the thought that this might happen. The next five games are really important for this team. This is Jordan Love's, essentially his rookie year. This is the youngest team in the NFL, and he had a pretty tough schedule this year, at least at the beginning of the season. So if this team carves out 10 wins or 11 wins, which... Still, is a pretty far-fetched goal. 
You've got to think this team is one of the best teams in the NFL at the youngest age. And I made this point on social media this morning. You've got to believe that the fans of the Vikings and the fans of the Lions and the fans of the Bears today are saying, <laughs> you know what? Deja vu. Did, yeah, exactly. Did they get another <laughs> one? Are you? How can that be? We'll take a break here. Mike Spaulding joining me on a, on a special edition of Monday Morning Quarterback after the big Packers win over the Chiefs last night in Lambeau Field. Love fakes, boot, end zone, Ben Sims, first NFL touchdown, and Lambeau leap. I had to actually say to my wife, wait, who is that? Because I wasn't listening to the broadcast. Ben Sims. I haven't even had a chance to look up the, the trajectory of Ben Sims. Do you know what his trajectory I haven't. I didn't know he was on the team until last night. He, uh, rookie, I know that. Yeah, I, I know he's a rookie. Yeah, Baylor. Uh, that's all I know about him. He scored a touchdown last night. Good for Ben. What a day. It it was one of those weird nights because for the first time in probably 10 years, I don't know all the numbers of the players. And I got to get better at this because if they're going to be this team that's on the rise, <laughs> I used to know every player, name and number, across the whole 53 lineup. And now I know probably three quarters of them, which is a problem if you want to talk about the Green Bay Packers. But I want to ask you, Mike Spaulding, who's sitting in for Brandon Snyder this morning on Monday Morning Quarterback, the how question. How has this team done this? We had some early success, beat the Bears, had a great game against the Saints, the second, uh, fourth quarter, really. The, the incredible display, both on defense and offense, to, to win that game at home, a game it was at. And then they had this lull where they couldn't win a game. They were competitive in most of them, except for Lions and Minnesota. And then all of a sudden, explosion for the last five, and they could have won the other one, too. What's the what's the how like how did they do this? Uh, I think it's Jordan Love. I know that's like the lame answer, but I think it is because if you look at last night, the offensive line was okay. Running game is what it's going to be, which is just okay. Wide receivers are just okay. To me, it's the defense figuring out kind of who they are and having great depth in that defensive backfield because Jair Alexander not playing, didn't know if you realize that or not. Oh yeah. But I think it's Jordan Love coming into his own, realizing that he has a role in a leadership role on this team and can start to, through his play, become more of a vocal leader. They talked on the broadcast last night about how he's, you know, he, he's kind of unassuming. He's one of the guys, he's not bigger than life like Aaron was or that Brett Favre was, but he can come in and go, this is my level of play. I'm going to not only give you everything I have, but also be an adequate to above adequate player. And that kind of just raises the bar. I think he had the most question marks coming in to the season, facing him, and through his play has kind of erased that. I don't even think he's top 10 concern or question mark for this team. So I think it's Jordan Love. It's an interesting choice, and I don't disagree. I look at the, I looked at his numbers this morning. If you look at the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL, it's like a roster of future Hall of Famers. And then there's Jordan Love in the mix. Mm -hmm. Top five on touchdown passes as a quarterback. A guy who, as I said before, four, three touchdown games, no interceptions. And his accuracy on passing is is also something that, that was a huge question. Yes. And that seems to have settled down. Let me ask it this way. Do you think sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, watching him, practicing with him, 
is one of the reasons he's starting to show these skills? I think you have to say yes. I think yes. Uh, this is the second time the Packers have done this. With It was with Rodgers, then it was with Jordan Love. So I think there is definitely something to it. You know, you're around the building. I think if you look at the New York Jets and you have a highly touted quarterback in blanking on his name right now. Uh, who's a quarterback? The Jets? Yes. Uh, uh, you know, second overall pick know. guy. Don't know. Whatever. Don't care. Doesn't matter. You get thrown in. You don't have Is that immediate. Wilson? Yes, thank yeah, you, yeah. Wilson. You you yeah. you don't have immediate success, and nobody knows who you are. You're just this highly highly touted guy. With Jordan Love, you have a guy who has the talent and has the ability, but has also been around that room for three years. And so when you struggle, guys go, "Hey, I know you're struggling, Jordan." But I know who you are. You have built up that rapport in the locker room, and I think that helps get through some of the rough points. You know, I've talked to like former football players, former coaches, including Mike Holmgren, about what makes a team better. Yeah, and they've all mentioned the fact that the the teamwork aspect coming together, and Lafleur certainly highlighted that in his post game. And I think that you have a quarterback in Jordan Love who has been around that, like you just said, he's been around it for a while. He's not somebody that just got drafted and got thrown in yeah, with zero chemistry. These guys all know him, right? There's not, there's not a lot of veterans on this team, but it's, it's a young group, in, like a high school team, right? It's all guys that have known each other for four years. And you're all the same level, yes. sort of. There's no same super-duper star either. You're all kind of learning and growing. And so when Christian Watson makes a mistake, I, you, you know, you're not getting the smirk and the stare and the sneer from the quarterback position as you were because Jordan Love knows, well, on the next throw, I might miss him, and I don't want that to happen to me. So I think there's a something to be said about like being one of those, like a guy that people like. Like You're a leader as a quarterback, and you need people to like you, and I think Jordan Love has, has, has been able to ride those waves because he's that person. I heard a lot of the postgame last night. It has Joe Barry, Packers defensive coordinator, has he saved his... Job slash career. Yeah, Last, I think so. Until yeah, until you know the the, the Giants drop twenty four or something. You know what I mean? Like, so you're already calling for the uh, the correction. I'm not. I just know that it's a fickle world. With it's a fickle world when you're a coordinator. That is true. All right, Mike Spalding joining me. A special edition of a uh, beat the super Super Bowl champs Monday morning quarterback. After the break, the culture of Lambeau, the Taylor Swift, the Simone Biles. Who, by the way, Mike Spalding. Might be our Taylor Swift. Could be. She was on the field like crazy. She was kissing her husband who plays in the Packers, Jonathan Owens. It's Jonathan, right? Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, it is. Speaking then, of great games last night. Owens. Yes, yes. Lots of excitement. That's what we're talking about. Monday morning quarterback. Right here on WTMJ now. But there was the pull in the arm, so that's either side of the coin. It works out for the pack for the Chiefs. On the next play. Uh, playoffs. Are we talking playoffs, Mike Spalding? We maybe we are now the seventh seed in the playoffs. I think it's their position to lose at this point. Maybe. I mean, just looking at what their schedule shakes out, how it shakes out. It, if they don't make the playoffs, it, it would be a, a disappointment for a season. But I don't know for the, the the team expectation. Yeah, at this point, it would be a disappointment to me if they didn't make the playoffs. Giants, Tampa. Carolina, 1-11 team. Minnesota, always tough game on the road. Sunday night football. So, Harico and Collinsworth will get a chance to uh, tee up the Packers one more time. I did I, When I got home at one fifteen. I did watch the last five minutes of the broadcast. Yeah. Um, very, very, I don't want to say pro, I thought, 
pro Chiefs in some of the dissection of what was going on. I felt like they wanted the Chiefs to come back and, and win the game. That's what I felt like. Now that that might be fans a fan saying that. Yeah. You're, I don't know. It just felt like that to me. Yeah, a little bit. I think. I, I also think we talked about it a, a bit ago. Uh, the the refereeing, the officiating, ooh, or lack thereof. Ooh. I think also threw kind of a wrench in it. I did feel like it was it was it was fair. Although I just don't think there was that there were that many talking points prepped for the Green Bay Packers. Like I, I think most people went into this game thinking, ah, we're gonna talk Taylor Swift, we're gonna have a you know, big game from Kelsey, all this stuff, and that's not how it shook out whatsoever. Every I'm air quoting experts for the folks watching on the stream, every expert picked the Chiefs. Yeah. At Lambeau. Now, here's a, a moment of personal clarity. So I have I've been in a football pool for like twenty five years where we pick every every regular season and postseason game with the point spread. For fun. For the last three weeks, I have picked, and I, I always pick the Packers for 24, 25 years. The last three weeks, I have picked against the Packers. They've won all three games. So keep picking against them. Should I, what, yeah, unfortunately, I said it yes. to my wife last night, Kathy. I go, should I keep doing this? She goes, you're not going to say that on the air. I go, yeah, I'm going to say it on the air. I did not have confidence in this team, and I picked against them. I'll keep picking against them if they keep winning. When you have the good mojo on your side, you, sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do to uh, get the results. Exactly. That's I'm you. doing it for the team. Appreciate your sacrifice. Yeah, and it's killing me on my performance because <laughs> those are the easy wins. All right, so let's talk about the culture. Yeah. First of all, the crowd was incredible. Yeah. A Sunday night. I hadn't been to a night game in a while. I was absolutely electric in there. The fans were pumped. Everybody was in a great mood. Obviously, and urgent. Everybody was a great. It was. It was urgent. Yes, it was urgent and exciting. Um. I didn't watch the broadcast, at least the part where Taylor Swift, like how much of that was talked about? Little, very little. You, really? You, you had a little bit of T-Swift at the beginning of the first half, the first quarter. There was one shot of her in a red coat uh, sitting yeah. inside the, the box. And then I think it was done. I was pretty locked into the whole game. And I think that might have been it. After the first touchdown, that opening of the third quarter touchdown by the Chiefs, maybe got a little Taylor Swift action because I think Kelsey had a, a catch. He had a couple nice catches. I could have used a little bit of more. I feel like it got hyped up a lot, mm. and then it did not. That's the more one part Taylor that didn't. Swift. Well, I just feel like that part didn't deliver as much. NBC <laughs> shook it off, and they said, we're not playing more Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right, is, is Simone Biles our Taylor Swift? Yes. Because she's going to be a super, like, especially after the Olympics this summer in Paris. Next season? Are you kidding me? Yeah. She's our superstar. Yeah, great ambassador, Celebrity. too. On the field. Loves the team. Loves Green Bay, apparently. Oh, I didn't even tell you this. So sitting in our section, in our club section, the mother of Christian Watson, the grandmother of Christian Watson, and his sister. So my wife, Kathy, who loves to talk at games, is spent like half hour chatting with the Watson family. They said, now this is, you know, through my wife, they absolutely love Green Bay, love everything about it. Now he came from a, I think, South Dakota State or something like that. Yep. She goes, this environment, this is from the grandmother, this environment is perfect for Christian. And that's part of the success. What I love about this story, the fact that Green Bay could be an up-and-coming, very young team, it reestablishes the Green Bay credibility. Because there's a lot of people who are concerned when Rodgers goes away, what do we have here? What do we have left? This kind of reestablishes that. Those big Sunday night games, next week, Monday night, the Jordan Love, whatever that's going to be, the performance that maybe gets them in the playoffs, that reestablishes credibility for the franchise, even though they don't need it, with the rest of the league. What I, I think most of that doubt, most of that pessimism comes from our own house. I think what we need to acknowledge with the Green Bay Packers 
is that they are one of those teams that has the institutional stability to where bottoming out would be extremely difficult. I, I look at it like the Pittsburgh Steelers, like maybe a San Francisco 49ers, a Kansas City Chiefs, where you lose stuff, but you have like an institutional integrity that other teams, a la the Carolina Panthers, like they just don't have it. And in Green Bay, there's this, I don't know what it is, if it's Lambeau, whatever, they just, they're, they're very smartly put together. They don't make rash decisions you're not firing people left and right like they're willing to see 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 a plan through and there's something to be said about that because teams that are unable to do that are the ones that you perpetually see at the bottom and maybe they get lucky and you're the houston texans and you have cj stroud but the packers have this ah just this this institutional ability to to just be okay and then be good like the steelers you're never going to see pittsburgh steelers go two and 15 ever and I, no. I, I find it hard to believe you'd find the Packers do that as well. You know you can thank for that? Ron Wolf, mm-hmm. Bob Harlan, yep. and Reggie White. Because Reggie White said to the rest of the NFL, I don't care how big Green Bay is, I'm going to go to that team, we're going to win a Super Bowl, and they did. And that, that decision allowed Green Bay to be relevant again when they hadn't been relevant for 20 years. That's yeah. Those three men, Ron Wolf especially, and Bob Harlan, unbelievable leadership at a time when you needed it critically. Because I, I watched this team in person in the 70s. It was it was like Carolina Panthers. It was hard to watch. Had a couple seasons here and there, but it wasn't like this. This is one of those moments, and I think a game like last night's gave clarity for fans. Again, anything could happen. We could have injuries. We seem to be getting a little bit healthier. But if I said this over and over throughout Monday morning quarterbacks throughout this season. You tell me we don't have Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones for most of the season. And other key, Jair Alexander, and we're competitive. I say you're crazy. Yeah, no, there, there's something to be said about believing in a way and being able to see it through. And also, that comes with talent evaluation. Like that doesn't. I mean, look at what's happening in New England with the Patriots right now. They were probably the uh, poster child for stability for the past twenty some odd years, and it's completely fallen apart because they don't have the talent on that roster. So say what you will about Brian Gutekunst, say what you will about Matt Lafleur, whoever's making decisions in that front office. They know how to maybe not see super, super duper stars, but have that, uh, the, the depth. If you would have told me the defensive backfield looks the way it does and you're shutting down the Kansas City Chiefs, while maybe not the greatest wide receivers they've had of all time, but a, a, a knowledgeable team with Patrick Mahomes on it, and you would say, look, they're going to be this team. They're going to shut them down. They're going to win. There's something to be said about that, I think. And so if you're Brian Gutekunst, we talked a little bit about you know the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. Have they righted the ship a little bit? Yeah, but I also think Brian Gutekunst from a general manager position has also instilled some belief a little bit. Yeah, you got Bakhtiari, and you're eating a bunch of Rodgers money and stuff, but that's every single team. Um, real quick, because we're going to get, get uh, you out of here, because you have other like serious work to do. This is just the fun stuff. This is a fun Monday. Victory Monday. Victory Monday. I wanted WGNG. to make sure I was here. I was here on a victory or a non-victory Monday oh. loss last time, so thanks for having me what back. What game was that? I don't remember which game it was. It was... Uh, was that was? I was gone. <laughs> no, you no, were here. I was Brandon here. was gone. Oh, I want to say maybe, I don't know, maybe it was Lions. It might have been the Lions, Lions game. Lions or Vikings early like, games, yeah. Things are not going well, huh? Thanks yeah. for sitting there. I appreciate it, Steve. Thank you. Mike Spaulding, a special Beating the Super Bowl Champs edition of Monday Morning Quarterback.